Hey, you're listening to Take Him With You, the weekly podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick Moyer. This week, the television finale extravaganza and the big test of what gift do you have? That's right. This week, we're going to have a great time talking about all the different programs that had their season finales in the last couple of weeks. And we're going to be exploring what gift do you have that God has given you? Maybe more than one gift in a little test we're going to do called um, The Big Test. I think you'll enjoy it. Stay tuned. The following segment contains spoilers for TV shows that you might not have watched yet. So if you haven't watched the season finale of 24, Lost, Prison Break, Fringe, CSI, all three of them, uh, The Unit, Cold Case, Numbers, and Smallville, you may want to fast forward 19 minutes or 18 minutes. I think it was 18 minutes long. So, uh, yeah, just a spoiler alert. If you don't care, then just listen. If you do care, then, you know, fast forward and then you can get to the rest of the podcast. I just don't want to spoil it for anybody. You know, I mean, lots of things going on. So uh, there you go. That's your convenient spoiler alert from me, Rick Moyer, on Take Him With You. Hey, welcome to the TV finale extravaganza. Yeah. I'm Rick Moyer, and I'm excited to talk about uh, the different TV programs that are making their finales here in the month of May. And I kind of wanted to talk about some of the shows. Um, not a whole lot of spoilers, but there are some. You already had your spoiler alert, so that's cool. But I want to talk about the shows that uh, I have watched. And uh, I wasn't feeling so great last week, so I caught up on a bunch of them. I had them all taped on my, well, taped or recorded on my DVR, my digital video recorder. And I hadn't watched a lot of them because I've been so busy with the podcast and other things going on that I haven't had a chance to watch everything. So I kind of went back through and watched the shows that I had missed and got caught up and watched some of the season finales. Some of them made me cry. Some of them made me go, What? And I'm going to tell you about them now. So here we go. Let's start off with a non-science fiction show uh, called 24. Fox tonight. It's the two-hour season finale of 24. Fox Monday start right now. Your discretion is advised. Yeah, Jack was back. And uh, watched the entire season, um, and this one I kept up on weekly. Watched it every uh, week just to see what was going on. And my general overall feeling about this season of 24 was, eh. It wasn't as good as the, the years past, I didn't think. It was okay, but I guess now that I've watched it for, you know, several seasons... I think I'm, I'm getting tired of the something big and cataclysmic happens every hour type of thing. And I know it's a TV show, and I know they're trying to do it in real time, and you got to have something that makes it fun and, and great. But this season in particular, there's a lot of different things that uh, I just couldn't grasp the reality of it. Now, I had to dis... Well, how do you call it? Um, uh, suspend my belief system to just enjoy the show and that's what i had to do then it was pretty enjoyable you know a lot of action a lot of cool things i liked the president and she was she was cool uh i thought jack was it was interesting to see jack get a 
a uh, you know a, a lethal virus, you know, the pathogen on him and everything. And just interesting to watch uh, all the politics play out. It was good to see Aaron again. I didn't like um, the president's daughter very much. Um, oh, I don't know. It just didn't come out. And okay, I have to be honest with you. The season finale was not impressed with the ending. I just wasn't. It wasn't a good enough cliffhanger. I mean, yeah, is Jack going to live or die? That, I guess, is a good cliffhanger. But it just wasn't the same. I don't know. I wanted something more of a wow effect at the end, and I really didn't get that. So, I mean, it's just kind of like, okay, tune in next. It's just a continuing story for next time, and I guess that's okay. Maybe they'll do one of those special movies in between so we can get updated on what's happened. But I don't know. Just wasn't impressed with the finale. The the season overall was okay. Okay, let's talk about one of my favorite ones, Lost. Really, really enjoyed Lost this season. They really pulled it back up into the realm of cool. You know, Lost lost its way, pardon the pun, a couple of years ago. And, and I was not, I mean, I was watching it, but it just wasn't as good as it had been. I think the, the idea of time travel going back into the 70s was a great idea. I, re- I really care about the characters. I really care about Kate and Jack and Sawyer and Julia. Uh, Hurley, of course, who doesn't care about Hurley? He's so cool. Um, I don't, didn't really particularly like Miles too much, even though I have a cat named Miles, but that's after Miles O'Brien, not Miles from Lost. Um, Daniel, he was kind of a space cadet, and it was kind of weird the way everything ended up with him, but yeah, okay, whatever. Um, it was a really cool ending, though. I mean, what what a better, what an awesome way to go out thinking, you know, we're all now thinking. Did the, did the fact that the bomb goes off change everything? And what can they do now with the next, with the last season of Lost? Well, the sky's the limit. They can do just about anything they want. Now, rumor has it um, that Julia uh, isn't is you know might be in some flashbacks, but she's starring in a brand new series that ABC is doing called V. Remember that old series back in the '70s called V Visitors or something like that. Well, they're bringing it back. They've updated it, and she's in that show. So apparently, I don't know if she can do flashbacks and that show at the same time, but hey, she may not be coming back. Who knows? She was right next to it. You know, she was banging on the bomb. Who knows what happened to her? I guess we'll find out. But anyway, Lost was great this season. Season finale was awesome. Don't you just love to hate Ben? Oh, man. And Locke? Is it really Locke? Ah, Jacob? He was real? Not anymore. Anyway, great stuff. Lost is great. Okay, let's talk about Prison Break. Because I really want to... I really really can't believe I watched that show. We started out... When it first came out, we started watching it and really enjoyed it. It was unique. It was different. I always liked that movie, uh, Escape from Alcatraz, with the... um, Clint Eastwood and and always enjoyed those kind of movies so I really enjoyed um, Prison Break when it first came out watched the show for the first year uh, the second year you know eh. by the third year I was like okay this is um, lame and then I you know I can't really believe that I watched it all the way up till the season finale um, and in fact honestly I didn't watch it for a while. I just kind of put it on my DVR and just quit, kind of gave up on it because it was getting ridiculous. And I don't know. I just thought it was stupid and 
I don't know. I wasn't getting into it like I was when they were in the prison. I mean, prison break. You know, it's about people trying to get out of prison. Once they get out, you know, I don't know. It was just really, really different. But I have to say that I watched the season finale. I, I caught up on all the programs. Um, and it was kind of a chore because I really didn't want to watch them. But I did anyway. And got to the very end. And I have to say that the last 10 minutes of the season or series finale, because I didn't renew it. The series finale was really, really touching and very, very well done. And I, I, I mean, I was really surprised. I found myself, even though I didn't think I liked the show, I found myself caring about the characters. And at the end, they kind of did a, you know, they did a, a thing where they flash forward four years, and then the last ten minutes was of, of kind of a reunion of all the characters and where they are now. And it was rather touching. I thought it was really good, and and uh, it was a satisfactory ending because it made me. It just kind of sewed up the loose ends, and I'm glad they did that because a lot of shows, when they end them, they don't do that. So I was glad about that. So Prison Break gets a thumbs up, even though I didn't like it a whole lot. In the, the, the last couple seasons weren't so great, but the ending was excellent. Okay, let's talk about Fringe. Fringe, what an odd, obscure, weird X-Files Star Trek... Um, mystery, law and order, all wrapped up in one show. Really different. Very, very strange. But somehow, and grotesque in some ways, but I liked it. I don't know what there was about it, but it, it was just a strange show, but I got into it. And and then, of course, you know, I got busy and everything, and I, I lost my way with the show and kind of, again, just left it on the DVR. Had to catch up through all those. Got to the season finale, and Wow. It just, it was really, really cool. And for those of you who know that J.J. Abrams is, uh, you know, the I guess the creator of that show. And I think along with other people that do Star Trek and other things. Um, anyway, um, alternate timelines and stuff, they got into that. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Really, really liked the last scene. I won't spoil it for you if you haven't watched it, but it's awesome. We see a familiar Trek character. Well, it's not the Trek character. It's the one of the actors from Trek. Um, is on the very end and it's really really cool and challenging and really neat to see uh, what could what could happen in this series if they're in an alternate timeline very cool okay so fringe gets a thumbs up now let's talk about real quick i don't know if you watch this show very often but um there is a show that has three different shows it's called csi crime scene investigation have you have you watched that show I wasn't so sure about the new guy, Fishborn, that they brought on to take um, Gil Grissom's place. And uh, I have to say that I like him now. I didn't like him at first. You heard me talk on the podcast before that I wasn't so sure. But the last few shows were really, really good. Now, this is another show that I try to stay up on every week. I did, th- this, is, this show interests me. But when the new guy came on to take Gil's place, I kind of lost a little bit of interest because it just kind of the show went down and you, and the ratings even went down for the show. But then it kind of came, started coming back up. And here's why I liked it um, the last few episodes. Well, number one, they did a Space Oddity, which was a way cool show with Star Trek takeoff, which, hey, you know, I just love that. So I really liked that part of it. Uh, and then I kind of watched a little closer after that. But I really like how um, Fishborn's character um, connected with the corner. 
and they liked their love for jazz and there there was just something about that relationship between the two of them that it was fun and it was exciting and I don't know I liked it I wanted to tune in to see them act more together I don't know why I just I just liked it and I thought that Catherine Willows the character came out really really well and um, I don't know it just it, it was cool yeah I liked it so um, the way that they ended it uh, I don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see like I say I don't know I don't know okay uh, there's also CSI New York <laughs> This is the one where the, um, was it Gary Sensei? Is that how you say his last name? I'm, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Anyway, I like what they did with that over the, the last year with the, uh, with the two, uh, techs that work for them, uh, falling in love, getting married, having a baby, all that jazz. That was really a cool touch to it. I thought that was great. It made me tune in to want, want to watch it. Uh, with Stella and everything, I don't know. The, the ending, um, I predicted what would happen. Uh, I was watching the show, and I told my wife, I said, uh, they're all going to be having a drink. And again, spoiler, uh, again, uh, there's going to be a drive-by shooting, and they're going to try to kill They're gonna try to try kill the whole cast. And that's exactly what happened. The car came around the corner, the window came down, and the machine gun came out, and you know, and we watch all of our the characters we lo- come to love and adore. You know, falling on the ground and ducking for cover as the bullets scream through the glass window of the bar that they're all having a drink in after they solved the case. Well, I don't know. Kind of a, you know, I'm getting kind of tired of these kind of endings. But anyway, now we have to wait to see which ones survived and which ones didn't on CSI New York. Mm -hmm. The one that's taped all blue. That's what it looks like when they film it in blue. (laughs) Okay, okay. CSI Miami. All right, uh, here we are. This is probably, I used to like this show a lot better than I do now. I'm getting tired of Horatio. Are you tired of Horatio? I can I can talk like him. I can act like him. He always stands sideways and gla- grabs his sunglasses, pulls them off, and then says these stupid lines. That's right. And they call him H. And the whole Eric Delco thing about you know him being so mysterious, him and Callie having a relationship. I don't know. The end was kind of crazy. The whole Russian mafia thing just doesn't go with the flow. It just wasn't the same as what it has been in the past. Well, we'll see. At the very end, of course, on the season finale, um, Callie thinks she may have killed her boyfriend, Eric. And, uh, you know, who knows? Eric was trying to save his dad, apparently, out of the Russian mafia and whatever. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll just have a... Let me me close this portion of the CSI part by saying... I'll pull my glasses off and say, We'll see, everybody. We'll see. All right, H, we'll see. Anyway, uh, you know, how can you be original after so many seasons of CSI and three different ones? They should come out with a new one. CSI Star Trek. That would be so cool. It would be awesome to have CSI in space. I would watch that. Okay, let's go on to another season finale. How about Hell's Kitchen? Anybody watch that show?
I mean, they have to beep out every other word. Chef Gordon Ramsay, the ultimate abuser and sociopath that they put on TV and everybody loves him. I don't know why they do. I think he's a jerk. But uh, anyway, we followed that to see who was going to be the the winner of Hell's Kitchen. And, of course, now you know Danny won, um, the upset over Paula, you know. But really, was there any choice? I mean, this season, again, you know, this guy would never get away with how he treats uh, the chefs uh, at a real restaurant. If he really honestly did that, he would have so many lawsuits against him for being abusive and being, um, what do you call it, narcissistic. My goodness, Gordon Ramsay. How does that guy make money just from being a jerk? I don't know. I don't understand how people, what the appeal is to him. I, I honestly, you know, I think he's probably not like that in person. I don't know, though. See, I don't know him. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird to watch that show because basically it's it's all the premise of it is can they endure like um, um, boot camp in a chef type of environment at what, where they just completely... Um, dits on them every day and Gordon Ramsay is mean to them and, and really it's a mental situation I'm not even sure if it's about how they can cook so anyway Hell's Kitchen kind of a stupid show but I don't know why I watch it sometimes I actually watch it and fast forward quite a bit through it because I just don't want to watch all of it because it's just it reminds me of some of the people I know I don't want to be abused anymore so anyway there you go Hell's Kitchen okay how about this and it's renewed by the way for next year again yeah uh, let's see. How about the unit? Did anybody watch the unit? Give me a secret. Bring me a sign. Give me a reason to walk See another dawn Give me a reason to walk Okay, I've watched the unit, and I have to say... Um, that I really enjoyed that show as well. The season finale uh, was kind of sad because it's just sad to see Jonas and his wife not getting along and her taking off. And, and you wonder what's going to happen. And now we find out that we won't know what happened because the unit was canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. String us along, get us into the characters, and then cancel it. Thanks a lot. That's another one of those shows that I watched faithfully at first and then kind of got out of it for a while because it kind of went a weird direction. Then when they uh, brought it back this year, it was it was pretty decent. They did a great job on it. And, and then the ending, they, of course, cancel it. So whatever. Mm. Cold Case. Anybody watch Cold Case? one where they they're they are the ultimate in doing music videos at the end of the show the montage at the end they uh, dig up cold cases uh, Lily rush is the detective and she goes out and uh, along with her uh, partner and everything and they dig up cold cases and try to solve them again I, I lost my way with this one again it wasn't so great this season then I had to go back and and you know because I knew I was gonna do be doing this and talk about uh, season finale of cold case. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I thought it was really interesting, the the dynamic between Lily uh, seeking out her dad and then finding out why her dad did some of the things he did. You know, she lost her mom, I think, last season, and eh, so on and so forth. They, It was a pretty cool show. I kind of like a mystery show where they go back and try to find out what happened. Some of it is pretty unbelievable because you'd think at the time they would have figured out some of the stuff that they figure out so obviously now. After all these years. But uh, anyway, Cold Case, I like the premise of the show. The end of it was interesting. I don't know. We'll see what happens. 
we'll see what happens. I don't know if it's renewed or not. So I, I you know, I haven't found out if cold case is coming back or not. Hope so. Uh, the 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 detective seemed a little neurotic, so I don't know what's going to happen with her. She's got a lot going on. Okay, only a couple more, and then I won't I won't bore you anymore. Let's talk about numbers. <laughs> I don't know. We all use math every day, every day, every day. I don't know. This show has been hard for me from the beginning, only because I just don't see the FBI um, hiring a guy to do... Well, I'm sure that they have these guys, but in particular, Charlie Epps doing math all the time and solving all these different things from these... I don't know. It's hard for me to believe. But I have to say the season finale was great. Again, another show that I didn't watch a whole lot had to go back and watch a bunch of in fact i'm not all done watching all the episodes of this one i did watch the season finale though and it was very touching at the end um you know charlie's girlfriend got kidnapped and then they, she got rescued and then he finds out how much he loves her and he doesn't want to live without her and so he gets on his knees pulls out a ring and says will you marry me and they end i hope they picked up numbers for next season because i want to know if she gets married or not so does she say yes to Charlie? We will find out. Anyway, so there you go. There was a bunch of the, the shows. Did I talk about Smallville? That's the last one I want to talk about, Smallville. Uh this is another show that we watched faithfully at the beginning. It was kind of like a Monster of the Week episode kind of show. And we watched it every single week. And then it got kind of dark, and I didn't watch it for a while. And then this last season, they didn't have um, Lana on it a whole lot. I mean, she came for a couple of episodes. But mostly, uh, they took Lex Luthor, who I really thought was a great actor, or Michael Rosenbaugh, is that how you say his name? Anyway, he wasn't on there, and... Neither was the character Lana, and I thought they weren't going to do very good. But actually, it breathed new life into it, and the show was great this last season because we got introduced to kind of like the, the Justice League, you know. the um, Am I saying that right? Maybe it wasn't the Justice League, but it was a, a bunch of the superheroes kind of together. And One thing I have to say, if, it, if it's renewed for next season, and I think it is, they need to put Clark uh, into a Superman suit and make him fly because I'm just tired of this. How many years has it been now? Is this season nine we're going into? And he hasn't flown around in his little cape. It's time. He's The red-blue blur doesn't do it for me. It's time for him to be Superman. So, yeah, there you go. That's my take on the season finales. I watch way too much TV, I realized. I don't know if you watch any of these shows, but maybe you... I don't know what you thought about it, but I'd sure love to have some feedback on what you thought of the season finale of your favorite shows. Maybe you could send me an audio comment at rick at takehimwithyou.com or an email at rick at takehimwithyou.com. Send the audio format uh, MP3. Or just send an email in and I'll read it on the show. And I would love to find out what you pick a couple of your the episodes that you that you watch and then tell me what you thought about the season finale. I'd love to hear your take on it, as well as I'm sure a bunch of people on, on the program would. So there you go. That was kind of a fun one. Just wrapped up uh, what I thought about the season finales of some of my some of the shows that I watched. Some of them were my favorites. Some of them are not. I didn't cover all of them, but uh, wow, I just realized I waste too much time watching TV. <laughs> 
Well, it's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Take Him With You. Today's Words of Wisdom come out of 2 Peter chapter 1. It starts out and says, Simon Peter, I am a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. I write this to you whose experience with God is as life-changing as ours, all due to our God's straight dealing and intervention of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace to you many times over as you deepen in your experience with God and Jesus our Master. Everything that goes into life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. The best invitation we have ever received. We were also given absolutely terrific promises to pass on to you. Your tickets to participation in the life of God after you turned your back on a world corrupted by lust. Do not lose a minute in building on what you've been given, contemplating your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love, each dimension fitting in and developing the others. With these qualities active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet, no day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our Master Jesus. Without these qualities... You can't see what's right before you, oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. So friends, confirm God's invitation to you, his choice of you. Don't put it off. Do it now. Do this and you'll have your life on a firm footing, the streets paved and the way wide open into the eternal kingdom of our Master and Savior, Jesus Christ. Great words of wisdom here on Take Him With You. I just want to thank you so much for listening to Take Him With You, the weekly podcast that's spiritual, not religious. And I know we talk about a lot of different subjects on here, but I'm trying to be as authentic and genuine as I possibly can. You know, I am a believer in Christ, and what I'm trying to do is is, uh, talk about my faith and talk about real living and the different things that we might watch on TV and stuff like that. But I also, there's a spiritual message within the podcast, as you know. And we're doing this as an experiment in the Moyer family. Um, I'm trying to do this full-time. Instead of pastoring at a church or doing something inside the four walls of a a structured building, I'm trying to do this over the World Wide Web so that we can reach out to as many people as possible with a great message of hope and, and faith. The only bad part about this is that I can't do it without uh, being able to pay the bills here at the the house. So I'm asking if you could find it in your heart to give uh, anything. It'd be great if you could go to our website at www.takehimwithyou.com. Click on the donate button or you can subscribe to our newsletter. We'll send you a weekly encouragement every Monday morning in your email and you can be encouraged. We got songs and scriptures and all sorts of stories and fun things that we send out every week. But uh, we would like it, and we would appreciate it if you could help support us by sending in any type of donation. Don't think that five bucks is too small. I mean, that's that's huge to some people. So, you know, whatever you can send in, or if you can consider doing a monthly gift, we would appreciate that as well. So head on over to the website, click on donate, or subscribe to our newsletter, and help keep take him with you coming to you every single week. Thanks. Well, it's time once again for food for thought on take him with you this week. The big test.
All right. My wife is joining me for this segment of the big test. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, I got to turn your mic up because you talk too too oh, quiet. Okay, I can get closer to the mic too. I'll move the mic closer to me. How's that? That's helpful. Okay. Okay, so anyway, um, we are doing the spiritual gift test today. Mm-hmm. Now, this let me just pre prequel this whole thing by saying that you really need to, if you're listening to the podcast today, you really need to go back and listen to the last two because it explains what spiritual gifts are. It explains mm-hmm. that all of us were uniquely made by God for specific reasons and purpose. And there's certain things that we're vented towards that we have skills and, and different things or we're interested in, um, by not by accident, but because God put it on the inside of us. Mm-hmm. And so what this test is designed to do is to kind of group the different gifts together to see what what is our highest, you know, what where are we probably the most talented or gifted in as far as what God has given mm-hmm. us. So that's what the test is all about. So they really important that if you're listening to the program today and you haven't listened to the last two taken with you, go back and listen to them. You know, if, if you need to fast forward through the beginning part, just get to the last half hour and it'll talk about spiritual gifts and that'll set you all up. The other thing we want to really emphasize today is that even though we're going to go through the questions rather quickly, we will, in the notes of the podcast, if you go to takehimwithyou.com and look under this particular podcast um, number, it's called The Test, um, then we will give you a website address to go to. I mean, why reinvent the wheel? There's a, several spiritual gift tests out there. We found one that we thought was pretty easy and comprehensible. So uh, what we did is we put on our on our notes, we put the link to that website. And from there, you can, you can actually take the test online or you can just download the uh, the answer sheet because it's a little complicated when I try to explain. I'm going to explain it, but it, it'd be much easier for you just to flip over to our website, click on that, go to that site, and print out the answer key, and then go through it with us. That mm-hmm. would be a much easier thing. But for the time being, here's what you're going to need to do if you want to take the test with us as we... Um, as we do it right here, um, then you're going to want to get a piece of paper out, and you're going to want to make a um, one, two, three, four, five columns, and you're going to want to do them 28 deep. So there'll be five columns, 28 rows for your answers. And we're gonna. There's 140 questions. I know that sounds like a lot, but it really isn't too bad. When we get into it, it it's not so bad. It goes fairly quickly. Uh, and we're going to fill them out, and then you're going to want to, um, right after those columns, you're going to want a space so you can add the columns up or the rows up. And then we're going to rank those, and then uh, then we'll tell you what gift those are. So it's it's important, really, probably for you just to go to the notes on the takehimwithyou.com page, download this answer sheet, and print it out, and then it's a much easier to take the test. You can do it, like I say, with a piece of notebook paper. And I know if you're jogging or doing something like this, it probably be, I don't know, probably won't be very exciting for you, but you can at least listen to the questions, I guess. Uh, but when you get home, you, you might want to just, you know, print that out and then write your answers down on that. So this is how it works. Um, on, on those five different columns of 28 answers a piece, on the farthest to the right, on the on the fifth column, you're going to want to start, and we're going to do the, the – this is the way that it works. It goes – the question number one is the first one on column five, and then we go straight down, and you label that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way down to 28. Then the next column, column four, is is uh, answers 29 through 56. Uh, the next column, uh, number three, 
from the right is 57 through 84, and then it's 85 through 112, and then it's uh, 113 through 140. I hope that makes sense. It kind of sounds weird, but if you go to the website and download it, it's much easier just to download the uh, answer sheet, print it out, and then take the test. Uh, you can, in fact, just go there now. You can push pause. Yeah. Go push pause, then find yeah. the pause. Or, the, or print um, it beforehand website. and then take it with you wherever you're going to go yeah. and, and answer it on the bus or the or the train or wherever you're doing your, uh, your commute. You could do that. Just please don't answer it while you're driving your car. <laughs> Could be we, mad. <laughs> we, we don't want to have a problem with yeah. our listeners <laughs> crashing because they're taking the spiritual gift. Out. I mean, you'll get to see God sooner, but it, <laughs> it wouldn't be very appropriate. So, oh, no. warning, warning. <laughs> don't try this at home. Well, no, do try this at your, home. Don't your, try this in your car. Your family members will be calling up, Rick. Can, and if you, you're, can you fly over here to do the funeral? Well, that, because <laughs> if you're a pilot, please don't do this while you're flying your plane either. Yeah. Any task that requires um, navigation, please, please refrain yeah. from doing the test. So let's go ahead and take the test. Um, we're right. gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna read every other question or question, and and Amy will as well read every other. And here's how you answer: one is the least likely, ten is the most likely. So one doesn't describe you at all. Ten absolutely describes you. Five is basically, I'm not sure. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. And and one of the things it said when you and I took the test is, um, don't think about it too long. Just like put down your gut reaction. Like yeah. right at first, I noticed when I, I just finished taking the test and um, some of the things I thought, you know, being a pastor's wife for so many years, I've done a lot of these things. But some didn't necessarily of them, enjoy them, did you? Some of them I had to kind of push myself out of my con- comfort zone to do. Yeah. But I did them, and I was glad to do them. Um, but other things, like um, I wasn't surprised at all to find out that um, one of my top ones was helps and service. I just got back from cleaning my uncle's house, and I just had a great time doing that for him. I just and, that's uh, a way that I show love and is helps and service that. for me was like thirteen. <laughs> I know, we, way on the bottom. We were comparing. We maybe can talk about this more later, but <laughs> it was really interesting that the things that I scored the highest in, I um, scored the lowest in, and and vice versa. And vice versa. And I think that's God's sense of humor that um, puts he, opposites together. He puts opposites together. Okay, um, we got to yeah, do the test. So we'll do the test. We have test. lots of questions. Okay, here we go. Get ready. Okay. Get your answer key out and begin to fill it in. Right, we're on column number five, starting at the top, and we're going to go move down on the on the column through the rows. So one through twenty-eight is what we're going to do first. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one, people come to me when they need help in desperate situations, and I'm able to recommend a ministry or something that can help them. Number two, I feel empowered to stand alone for Christ in a hostile, unbelieving environment. Again, write down your answer, one through ten. Ten being the most likely, one being the least likely. Mm-hmm. Number three, I readily identify with Paul's desire for others to be single as he was. I put down one. I did too. <laughs> Good thing because we're married. Yeah, that's true. Okay, number four. I enjoy using my artistic talents to make things that bring glory to God. Okay, number five. It's easy to me to perceive whether a person is honest or dishonest. Okay, and number six. I have spoken words of hope 
that God confirmed in others by the Holy Spirit. 1 through 10. Number seven, I'm attracted to non-believers because of my desire to win them to Christ or tell them about God. Okay, so once you have that answer down, number eight, I have urged others to seek biblical solution to their affliction or suffering. One through ten. Have you done that or have you not? Or have you done it sometimes? Put a five. (laughs) Nine. Number nine. I hold fast to my personal belief in the truth, even in the presence of ridicule, ridicule, apparent failure, or pain. We all know people that do that. Are you one of those? One would be the least likely to be one of those, and ten would be the most likely. Okay. Number ten. I can give sacrificially because I know that God will meet my needs. And again, 1 through 10. Number 11, I feel strongly that my prayers for a sick person affect wholeness for that person. When you pray for somebody, you know, 1 through 10, do you believe that your prayers um, affect the wholeness of that person? Okay, number 11. Okay. Um, number 12. 12, sorry. Number 12, when I serve the Lord, I really don't care who gets the credit. Okay. Number 13, our home is always open to whomever God brings to us. 1 through 10. Number 14, I find myself praying when I possibly should be doing other things. Number 15, how does this describe you? I've had insights of spiritual truth that others have said help them be closer to God or bring them closer to God. Number 16, Others will be are willing to follow my guidance to accomplish tasks for our church. Number 17, I feel great compassion for the problems of others. Number 18, I believe that God can miraculously alter circumstances. 1 through 10. 10 being I believe it, 1 being yeah, I don't know. 19, I am able to relate well to people of different cultures. That's a cool thing. Okay, number 20. Christian music always lifts my spirit and makes me want to praise and worship God. Number 21. I have a heart to help Christians who have lost their way or believers who have lost their way. Okay, 22. I can choose, I choose to lose, I choose to live a simple lifestyle so that I have more time and money to devote to God's service. Okay, 1 through 10. Does that describe you? Then 10. If it doesn't describe you or you're not sure, 5 or 1. 23. I sometimes feel that I know exactly what God wants to do in a ministry at a specific point in time. Okay, number 24. Studying the Bible and sharing my insights with others is very satisfying for me. Number 25. I have interpreted tongues so as to help others worship God without confusion. 26. Sometimes when I pray, it seems as if the Spirit steps in and prays in words I cannot understand. Number 27. I have felt an unusual presence of God and personal confidence when important decisions need to be made. 28. 
Sometimes I express my love for God by writing poems, songs, prayers, or devotionals. Okay, now we're going to flip over to the next column. It would be the fourth column, starting at the top in question number 29. I have been responsible for guiding tasks in my church to success. And I can say that gift is um, also in other areas that if you have... We say church here, but some of these gifts apply to yeah, people. Yeah, so like, have you been responsible for guiding tasks in your business or your or a, a social club yeah. or something like that? Can you guide people in tasks to success? Yeah. I noticed that on another question, yeah. too. So yeah. some of these gifts are not just church gifts. Yeah, if you don't go to church or something like that, then mm-hmm. just kind of fill in the blank there. Yeah, could be in a community group. Or yeah. Okay, number 30. Number 30. I feel God has called me to go forth to establish new churches where people have never heard the gospel. Number 31. I am single and I enjoy it. You better not say 10 on that one. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> you are not Remember, single. 10 is uh, <laughs> very likely. 1 is not likely at all. Yeah. Okay, 32. 32. I like to make gifts for others that will remind them of God or Jesus. Hmm. Number 33. I can sense whether a person is moved by the Holy Spirit, an evil spirit, or by their own flesh. 34. It is a joy to speak uplifting words to people who are discouraged. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I put 10 down for that one for me. Yeah. I'll share my results at the end. Okay. Number 35, I have led others to a decision for salvation through faith in Christ. Okay, and 36, I can challenge others without making them feel condemned. Number 37, I am totally convinced God will fulfill his word even if he's not doing so yet. 38, God has used me to meet someone else's financial or material need. Actually, it says God has used me to meet someone's financial or material need. Oh, did I add Elsa's? Yeah, I did. Sometimes you use yeah. Sometimes you can use it to meet somebody's need within your own family. I guess. I guess that's right. Okay. All right. Okay. Thirty-nine. I added a word. I'm sorry. When I pray for the sick, either they or I feel sensations of tingling or warmth. (laughs) I've had that happen Hmm. when I prayed for people. It's kind of cool. I guess. Yeah, I prayed for a lady's back one time, and it got all warm. It was kind of cool. Huh. Anyway, um, yeah, my that was number one. It's on your superpower. List. My superpower, like number forty, heroes or something. Okay, um, number forty. The spirit sometimes lead me leads me to do a simple thing for someone that touches him or her deeply. Number 41, I enjoy greeting and welcoming people to our church or into our home. 42, I seem to recognize prayer needs before others. I think before others recognize them. Is that what it means? I don't know. I think so. 43, I'm able to understand difficult portions of the Bible. Okay. I am able to delegate tasks to others to accomplish God's work. That's 44. 44. I wish I was better at that. At least delegate tasks to clean the house. Too. You don't have to comment on every oh, question. okay. 45. I have, I have a desire to work with those who have physical or mental problems to alleviate their suffering. Okay. And 46. 
Others can point to specific instances where my prayers have resulted in what seems impossible um, happening. Number 47. I would be willing to leave comfortable surroundings if it would enable me to share Christ with more people. 48. Singing, dancing to, or playing songs of praise to God for pure enjoyment is personally satisfying. Number 49. God has shown fruit in my life in the effective discipling of other believers. My desire for spiritual... Number 50. Oh, number 50. I'm sorry. Okay. I got I got distracted. Number 50. My desire for spiritual riches... Um, always outweighs my desire for money or material possessions. Number 51. I sometimes have a strong sense of what God wants to say to people in response to particular situations. 52. People have told me that I have helped them learn biblical truths. 1 through 10. 1 being the least, 10 being the most likely. Uh, Number 53, correct? Yep, you're on Sometimes when a person speaks in tongues, I get an idea about what God is saying. Okay, and 54. I can speak to God in a language I have never heard. Learned. I have never learned. Okay. 55. Sometimes God gives me an insight into the proper course of action others should take. And 56. The last one in this column. I am able to take complex spiritual matters and write them down in a way that others can understand them more easily. Okay, now we're starting on column number three from the right. So this would be right in the middle Mm -hmm. with question number 57. Here we go. I can serve others by organizing and harnessing their gifts to solve a particular problem. Does that describe you? Ten. If it doesn't describe you at all, one. If kind of in the middle, five. All right. 58. I have little fear in leading people where God wants them to go. Number 59. I'm glad I have more time to serve the Lord because I'm single. 60. I like to work with my hands to make things to serve God. 61. The difference between truth and error is easily perceived by me. 62. I can effectively motivate people to get involved in ministry. Number 63. I seem able to determine when the Spirit has prepared a person to receive Jesus. Um, 64. People will take correction from me because they know that I am on their side. 65. My hope is in God against all odds is inspiring to others. 66. I have been willing to maintain a lower standard of living in order to benefit God's work. Number 67. I enjoy praying for sick people because I know that many of them will be healed as a result. 68. I have enjoyed enjoyed doing routine tasks that have led led to more effective ministry by others. Number 69, I try to make everyone feel welcome and comfortable at church, suppers, or social events. 70, when I hear a prayer request, I pray for that need for several days at least. What number are we on? 
You're in 71. 71. (laughs) Through study or experience, I have discerned major strategies God seems to use in furthering his kingdom or his realm. 72. God has given me an ability to rally the troops in giving aid to others. Number 73. I enjoy spending time with a lonely, shut-in person or someone in prison. 74. God has used me personally to perform supernatural signs and wonders. Number 75. The thought of beginning a new church in a new community isn't exciting to me. 76. People have said they see the love of Jesus on my face when I sing, dance, or play music. Number 77. I feel that I'm responsible to help protect weak Christians or believers from dangerous influences. 78. A big house, a fancy car, or a large bank account are not important to me. Number 79. Sometimes I have a burning desire to speak God's word even if I know it will not be well received. 80. Teaching a Bible class is one of the most enjoyable things I do or could do. Number 81. When others pray in tongues, I have felt that I understood the meaning of their prayer. 82. Praying in tongues has been meaningful to me in my personal prayer life. Number 83. When a person has a problem, I can frequently guide him or her to the best biblical solution. 84. I love to study God's Word and write down what I have learned. Okay, now we're going to go back up to the second column now. We're getting close. Uh, We only have uh, two more sheets to go, or two more columns to go. Mm -hmm. We're on the top of column number two with, with question number 85. I can recognize talents and gifts in others and find ways of using these for God. One is the least, ten the most. Okay, and 86. God has given me a position of authority over a number of groups of Christians. And again, if you don't go to church, um, I still think that gift applies in um, the world, work <laughs> business world or stuff, business yeah. world. Yeah. Number 87. I am single and have little difficulty controlling my sexual desires. Okay, 88. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing. Okay, 88, I am able to show um, the glory of God's creation through my art. 89, I can judge well between the truthfulness and error of a given theological statement. Number 90, I have um, verbally given confidence to the wavering, the troubled, or the discouraged. Number 91, I minister better to the spiritually unborn than to believers. Number 92, it is enjoyable to motivate people to a higher spiritual commitment. Number 93, I'm ready to try the impossible because I have great trust in God. Number 94, I have strongly, strongly, is strongly a word? Strongly. Strongly um, sense the spirit leading me to give money to a specific person or cause. Number 95. Sometimes I have a strong sense that God wants to heal someone through my prayer or words. Number 96. I would rather work in secret than have my work recognized publicly. 
Number 97. I do not feel uncomfortable when people drop in unexpectedly. Depends if I have laundry to fold or something. You're not supposed to answer. Oh, I'm not supposed to answer. Okay. One through ten. <laughs> um, 98. I do love having people over that. Go ahead. Okay, number 98. Um, praying for others is one of my favorite ways of spending time. Number 99. I sometimes find I know things that I have never learned, which are confirmed by mature believers. 100. It is a thrill to inspire others to greater involvement in church work. Number 101. I enjoy visiting in hospitals and retirement homes and feel I do well in such a ministry. 102. The Holy Spirit leads me to pray for impossible things that really come true. 103. More than most, I've had a strong desire to see people or peoples of other countries one to the Lord to become believers. 104. People have told me they were, they were moved spiritually by my singing, dancing, or playing music. What are you laughing about? <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> what? Well, this is one of those ones that you probably put down a 10 and I probably put down a 1. <laughs> yep, it is. It is. Number 105. I feel a call from God to be the spiritual leader of a group of believers or Christians. 106. I am not jealous of those who have more material possessions than I do. Number 107. People have told me that I have communicated timely messages that must have come directly from the Lord. 108. I devote considerable time to learning new biblical truths in order to communicate them to others. Number 109. When I hear others speak in tongues, I'm compelled to explain the meaning. 110. When I give a public message in tongues, I expect it to be interpreted. Number 111. I feel that I have a special insight in selecting the best alternative in a difficult situation. Number 112. And the last one in this column. People say that I have been that they have been touched spiritually by the things that I have written. I did get a comment about the cow clock. The newsletter? The newsletter. Someone said that the cow clock story inspired them. Okay. We're on the very first <laughs> column now. First column on the very top. This is question number 113. Only a few more to go, and we're done with the test. Last page. Okay, here we go. 113. People sometimes look to me for guidance in coordination, organization, and ministry opportunities. One would be the least likely. Ten would be the most likely that that's true. 114. God has used me to bring the gospel to people who have never heard. And that's gospel is a word that means just good news about Jesus. Number 115. I am single and I feel indifferent towards being married. Why do I get all those ones? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think because we're doing every other one. Yeah, and it I comes happen to. Yeah, go ahead. Third on the page every time. Yeah. Okay. The odd number question. The odd number. I have the even number. I like even. I like okay. odd. I'm odd. He's odd. I'm even. Go ahead. You're, you're, you're creamy peanut butter. I'm crunchy peanut butter. I'm even odd. Yeah, but I can eat peanut butter, so I don't know how to say that. Okay, 116. I feel compelled to use my hands to craft things that show the beauty of God's creation. 
Number 117. I can quickly recognize whether or not a person's teaching is consistent with God's word. Number 118. People who are feeling perplexed sometimes come to me for comfort. Number 119. I'm troubled when salvation is not emphasized. 120. I can identify with weakness and temptation so as to encourage people to repent and believe. Number 121. I've believed God for the impossible and seen it happen in a tangible way. 122. I strive to find ways to give to others without calling attention to myself. Number 123. I've prayed for others and physical healing has actually occurred. 124. If someone is facing a serious crisis, I enjoy the opportunity to help them. Number 125. When people come to our home, they often say they feel at home with us. 126. Others have told me that my prayers for them have been answered in a tangible way. Number 127. God's given me words to say in witnessing situations that have surprised even me. 128. I can motivate others to obey Christ by living a testimony of my life. Number 129. Sometimes I'm overcome with my emotion for a person when I'm praying for them. 130. People have told me that I was God's instrument to bring supernatural change in lives or circumstances. Number 131. People of a different race or culture have been attracted to me and we've related well. One, is that least likely about you? Or number 10, is that most like you? 132. I enjoy using my musical talents to sing, dance to, or play Christian music much more than secular music. Secular just means not... Not about God. Not about God. Number 133. God has given me the ability to teach and preach spiritual truth. 134. I feel that I can best fulfill God's calling on my life by living simply. Number 135. Through God, I've revealed specific things that will happen in the future. Ooh. <laughs> Doesn't always have to I be. I know, weird. I'm just being <laughs> goofy. Um, 136. I feel I can communicate biblical truths to others and see resulting changes in knowledge, values, or conduct. And number 137, my interpretation of tongues has been confirmed by mature believers. 138, when I speak in tongues, I believe it is edifying to the group I am with. Number 139, people with spiritual problems seem to come to me for advice and counsel. Um, last one, are you ready? 140, I sometimes prefer to write down my thoughts about God rather than speaking them out loud. There you go. Okay, that's all 140 questions. And like we said before, it's really, really important. Now, what you want to do is you take each row now. So you're going to take like... Um, Horizontal row. Yeah, go across. Uh, add those up and get a number. When mm -hmm. you get all your numbers added up, going from left to right now, through rows, not columns, um, add those numbers up and then um, see which your highest scores are and put a 1 next to the highest score a two next to the next highest, and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. And then on your answer key, you will find 
um, the following things that go straight down the page as far as what those gifts are. So on the first row would be administration and guidance. The second row would be apostle. Uh, the third row would be celibacy, which I got, I think, five total on that. So it was rated last. I got five, Because I'm married. That's... We're both married. It would be bad if we scored high in celibacy when we're married. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be yeah. very good. Um, the next one would be craftsman and artisan. Uh, discernment, distinguishing of spirits would be next. The next one would be encouragement. The next one, evangelism. Uh, next one, exhortation. The next one, faith. The next one, giving. The next one, healing. Helps and service. The next one would be hospitality. The next one would be intercession. Oh, that's my phone. I'm sorry. Intercession and prayer. Uh, the next one would be knowledge. The next one, leadership. Mercy and compassion would be next. Miracles would be next. Missionary. Then music. Pastoring or shepherding. Poverty. The next one, prophecy. The next one, teaching. Tongues and interpretation. The next one would be tongues. And number six would be, I mean, not six, the, the next to the last one is wisdom, and then last is writing. Now, like I say, it's really important just to go to our website and download the, the um, actual piece of paper, the answer key. You can, well, you can, you can actually put it right on your computer screen and look at it. That's, it's a little better to do that than to try and just get it off of what we're talking about. You could do that, but it's much easier just to have it in front of you, and you can just take the test right on that and then see what you are. Um, Amy, how did you do? Why don't you name me your first couple ones of the ones? I don't. We don't have time to do all of them because we're well, we're running over time. My um, top three were mm-hmm. healing, helps and service, giving, miracles, poverty, and writing. Ah. And you probably weren't thrilled that I got poverty, so <laughs> I don't. Well, I didn't get poverty, so yeah. Well, I think it just means that I believe in living simply. Well, so when I married I you, you have never give. been a person of great material concerns. So no, I'm that's I'm, actually been helpful considering my career. Yeah, I'm I'm not someone who has to shop. That's why, you know, I, I do my writing about Amy's thrifty picks. Yep. I know how to get Nordstrom's clothing clothing by shopping at Salvation Army. Yeah. It's yep. true. Okay, so my my top ones were encouragement, go mm-hmm. figure. Yeah. <laughs> Exhortation, go figure. Music <laughs> Which, which mine was like right at the end on music because I am so not talented. Yes, you are. Music. You're a lot more talented than you think. <laughs> Prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Those were the top ones for me. And I thought that was really interesting. So mm-hmm. um, basically the whole idea of doing the encur- weekly encouragement um, newsletter was mine. And this whole podcast is really designed to encourage people. And that interesting that that's the top gift that I mm-hmm. have been given by God. Very, very – and then I use music to do that. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, huh? yeah. And um, I end up writing, which was in my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, helps and services. I totally. try to clean up yep, you are all totally the papers that. that you're more the be- <laughs> yeah. You're the behind the scenes person more than I am. I, I am. You know, I just think it's a miracle that I'm helping you with the podcast because um, you're quite fun. I well, in the past, I was quite shy as a child, so. The fact that I'm sitting on this, you know, in front of this microphone and um, talking to thousands of people that are going to listen, um, it's, you know, kind of a wild thing for me. Yeah, you're doing it fine, though. But I do enjoy writing the columns. Um, so, yeah, we, you know what we really like? What? We would really like it if people would take this spiritual gift test, go to our website, takehimwithyou.com, click on the link so you can get the, you can download the test or you can take it online. Even there's a, a link right there to take the whole test online. 
um, do that. And then would you email us? We'd love to hear what your like top three or four gifts are. I think that would be really fun. Email yeah, us and we'll or, read it. We'll read it on the next also, podcast. Um, a way to comment right, right on, on the, the on the blog on the yeah. website too. So yeah, quick comment, comment and say this these were mine or whatever or, or you can use Twitter or something like that or Facebook or MySpace or whatever you want to do. But we would love to hear from you on what your gifts are. And then how does that fit into, you know, the, your overall life and what God has gifted you with? We think that'd be really cool. So would you do us a favor and email us Rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's Rick at takehimwithyou.com. Mm-hmm. You can also go to our website t- at takehimwithyou.com, and we would love to hear from you. And please take the test. The, the The links to the test, the online test, the whole schmear is right there on the web mm-hmm. on the website. So we encourage you to do that. Um, we've done three programs on spiritual gifts because we think it's very important to kind of find out w- what God has given you. Uh, but we are now, we're done with that subject, and we're going to go on to something really exciting that I think you'll really enjoy. I'm going to be interviewing a friend of mine, uh, Jeff Job, or Job. I, I can't ever, I don't know if I ever say that right, so Jeff, you'll have to correct me when we get the, to the interview. But we're going to be talking about some interesting experiences that Jeff had as a, as a young man uh, in some schools that he went to. And we're going to talk about the difference between religion and relationship in a thing called, uh, a show called, What's Love Got to Do With It? So it should be very interesting to see. So we're going to have an interview. It should be fun. It should be great. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And uh, we really encourage you to tune in next time. Hey, and, you know, that just gave me a thought. Mm-hmm. When in Corinthians chapter 13, mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians, um, it says the greatest of these is love. So as we're talking about all these motivational gifts and power gifts, mm-hmm. um, we have to remember that everything should be tempered with love. That's right. And, um, and one point we talked about earlier was that sometimes your greatest strength can also be your greatest weakness. If you take it to an extreme. If you take it to an extreme. Uh, for instance, because my one of my strongest um, gifts is help and service, mm-hmm. I am can get in trouble doing that to the exclusion of other things. You know? And you get mad at me sometimes because that's not my gift. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be rather like at a social occasion. You'd be cleaning up the messes and wiping the tables off, and I'd be fluttering around encouraging people. Yes, I. I would it's, say, and you go like, "What? You're not helping me," you know. Uh, and I'm like, "How come you're not encouraging people?" Yeah. So you know, and I was, that can get I in would trouble. say Rick's the social butterfly, and he. And I think that Compared maybe to a butterfly. I think maybe God put us together to balance each other out and. And I noticed in the last few years, you've gotten to be better when we're at events to pitch in and help clean up after. Sure. And I have gotten... That comes a, with time and maturity. And I have gotten a lot better at realizing the importance of stopping and talking yeah, sure. and listening and hugging and, you know, connecting with people emotionally and um, socially. Yeah. So we, we've learned to balance each other out. But I think you're always going to have something that's more in your comfort zone, that's more like ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important to balance that out and um, not go overboard with your gift too. Yeah, I agree. Well, let me say a quick word of prayer and then we'll be done with the program for this week. And thanks for, I know we went a little long this time, but I think it was important that we get all the questions in and I hope you learned something about yourself and, and something about the Bible through all of this. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for each and every person that took this test today that is curious about what you've gifted them with. 
And I pray, Lord, that over the next week or so as they evaluate the, the test and look at what their answers are and really think about their lives, I pray, God, that you would draw them close to you and that you would use them, Lord, in such a great way. Because, when, Lord, when you use us, you energize us and, and give us life. When people use us, it, it, it hurts us and it abuses us, but not when you use us, because, God, you created us. So thank you for showing us what gifts we have and helping us to be part of what you're doing on this earth today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Amy. You're welcome, hon. Okay. Bless everybody. Have a great time, and we'll see you next time on Take Him With You. Don't ever forget to take him with you. Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. Now, what's for dinner? You know, I have to think about that. It's getting that time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.